I mean, he wasn't going to go very far anyway. He's just he's no. just the first one that doesn't want to waste all the money that you know he's grifted. Exactly. Exactly. Well, you know, he talked it over with God, so <laughs> I'm sure God just said, "You're embarrassing us both." God said, "New number. Who's this?" Welcome to this week's episode of Dance Monkey Dance. I'm Chris. I'm John. How you doing, John? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm okay. I'm getting ready for Halloween. Ooh. Got all my Ghostbusters Yeah, I am too. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I'm just turning the lights off and pulling the blinds. (laughs) That's the house we don't go to. Well, there's a total of five houses in the entire subdivision that say they're giving out candy. Oh. And last year, I don't think I had more than six kids come. But those six kids had more candy, like candy. because of you. And whatever. <laughs> whatever. I have candy just in case. Okay. So I would like to get rid of it so I don't eat it all. But <laughs> you know how it goes. Yeah, well, the candy that I have this year is stuff that I don't like, so. <laughs> That's the way to go. Because last year I bought candy that I did like, and I, for every piece that I gave out, I probably ate one. And there were <laughs> a lot of kids last year, so this year I'm, I'm yeah. hoping to, to, you know, make it so that doesn't happen. So what are you giving out? Like dum-dums? Yeah, one of those, one of those like variety packs of like wannabe candy. But I'm doing the thing like if you come dressed as a Ghostbuster, because we have had those in the past, you get a a crunch bar, like a full size crunch bar. Everybody else. Well, that's nice. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to buy a couple extra for when the cops show up this year. You know, it'll be fine. Here, have a candy bar. But I'm making like slime this year to have in little jars on the sides of the table. Um, oh, geez. I also found. For props or a giveaway? No, for props. Oh, okay. I also found um, at Big Lots, they were having their Halloween clearance sale. And I found yeah. these ghosts that have like light up faces from the inside and like, yeah, they sing the ghostbuster theme song. Oh, nice. And so that'll be along the front of the table. And when somebody comes up singing, I can hit the button and they can sing with the ghosts. Oh, and then I have a projector that last year just projected the ghostbuster, um, symbol on the house. And this year, every five minutes or so it goes into a commercial, from one of the movies. Okay. 
Um, so it's the we're ready to believe you commercial from uh, Ghostbusters one, and then the um, the commercial in Ghostbusters two where they're giving away the the thermal mug with the balloons. Mm-hmm. So it's going to just kind of pop into that every five minutes into either one of those, and then go back to the symbol. So it'll be a little bit different. Okay. I was going to build a big yeah. roof rack for the car to kind of look like, you know, Ecto one. And then I ran out of time. And then I was like, I don't know where I'd put that during the rest of the year. So I opted not to do that, but it should be fun. It should. Yeah. It sounds magical. Yeah. Something for everyone. Nice. Yeah. So, I think uh, trunk or treat is the new thing you see these days. Yeah, our town has one, which is why there were less kids last year than the year before. Mm. But there are still like the neighborhood kids that will come around. So, well, that's good. Yeah. Nice seeing them in the holiday spirit. Barely with their eggs and toilet paper. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yes, that's why you have to give them candy is because you don't want them to egg your house. Exactly. I told you the story a couple of years ago about the kid shitting on the neighbor's lawn, didn't I? Yes. Yeah, that was that was classic. You have such a (laughs) such a classy neighborhood. And it was like a 17 year old. No, it was a little kid. It was a little kid that couldn't wait. And the neighbors weren't home and like, but they would leave their porch lights on even though they weren't there. Uh And so this, they were, they were at the house. They were knocking on, on the door and we were like yelling over to them that they weren't home. And then the kid kept like holding his butt. And then he just kind of pulled his pants down and shit on the lawn. And the mother was mortified and like, well, good. <laughs> so, so we handed her did, did like she? a plastic bag and she had to take care of it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Those neighbors aren't there anymore. So we'll see what, what this year brings. Oh. Those are the redneck neighbors. Hmm. That's nice. Yeah. So we had kind of a, a. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. We might be talking about the same thing. So go ahead. Well, I'm just talking about one bad mother. Wait, what? Actor who, the, an actor who passed away. Who was one bad motherfucker? You talking about Shaft? Yes. Talk about Shaft. Oh, he died too? 81 years old. Oh, wow. Yep. Wow. I, I of all the, of all the ones we were going to talk about today, I did not have him on my bingo card. Oh. <laughs> yes, Richard, he started in Shaft. Richard Roundtree? Richard Roundtree. Oh, yeah. Wow. He started in Shaft, Shaft's big score, and Shaft in Africa. 
and two more sequels in 2000 and 2019. Well, that was the Samuel Jackson version, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. He was like the son of Richard Roundtree. I think so. Like it, like he, it wasn't like a, a retelling. It was almost like a sequel. Yeah. Like Creed. Yeah. But they did it first. Oh, that's, that's a shame. I didn't realize that he had died. Yeah. He was the first one last week. Well, yeah. I mean, other, other people died, but. <laughs> Does it say what he died of? Was, was he battling uh, cancer or anything? I don't know. He was 81. Isn't that when you just start counting the days? Well, I mean, William Shatner has said that, like, once you reach 90, you, you, it's like constantly on your mind. Like every day could be your last. William Shatner's 90. He's over 90, isn't he? William Shatner. Yeah. Really? Isn't he? He's, he's 92. Is he really? Yeah. The William Shatner. Yes. Captain Kirk. He was born in 1931. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah, that was one that was part of the whole like him going to space thing was like that was one of the things that that was on his bucket list. And then like he tried to give that whole like heartfelt speech at the end of the flight and mm. Richard Branson just wanted to spray champagne on everybody. Yes. Yeah. Or was it, was that Richard Branson? No, that was, um, the other idiot that, um, no, wasn't it Branson's? No, he went in the big penis shaped one. Uh, the, the guy that owned Google. Blue Origin? Yeah. The guy who owned Google. Yeah. Jeff Bezos. It was it was Jeff Bezos. That, Bezos. That's that, who it was. That okay. kept going like like he'd try to tell him be like, I I can't I can't even express what it was like and then he was like, You want some champagne? He was like, No, I want to talk to you about <laughs> like what I felt and he just like wouldn't listen to him. It's like you right. got a, like a ninety year old dude that's like just had an emotional response to like a service you're trying to provide. Let him fucking talk. Right. But nope. Yeah, I don't see anything about what Richard Browntree died of, so maybe it was just old age. Yeah, could be. Could be. And then we had another one right after that. Yeah. Also named Richard. Richard Mole. Richard Mall. Yeah, Bull from Night Court. So all that leaves. No, I guess Lara Kett's still alive, right? Somewhere? Yes. And Warfield. Yes. And some of the minor players. Yeah, but the main cast, all but two are gone. Main cast, all but two. Yeah. Oh. And we had talked That's when they sad. when they did the revival of like, oh, they could bring Richard Mall back mm-hmm. in some capacity, but like not anymore. Well, they still could, but 
just wheel them out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to a weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> uh, he's getting a little ripe. Should we do something with him? Yeah. 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 Uh, I looked up Richard Mall's career because I was curious. Um, I mean, he had been acting. Where's the since um since 1977 mm-hmm. uh one of his first things was that he was a big thug in welcome back cotter oh really yeah but i mean okay he hit all of like the the main staples of television he was on happy days and bj and the bear and like sheriff lobo and buck rogers and um he was on Laverne and Shirley in a couple of episodes. He was on Fantasy Island. Uh, he was in a couple of episodes of Dukes of Hazard, The A Team. Like he was, he was a Hollywood staple of that like early action television days. And then Night Court happens, and it's it's like what he's known for. And then he goes and does like a whole bunch of like really weird shit. Well, I guess he still has one movie that hasn't been released. Oh, yeah, he does have one upcoming. Whispers and Shadows. About a movie projectionist. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. But, yeah, he was, he was, wasn't he also 80? Uh, I think he was 81. Okay. So, yeah, that's that's sad, too. Yes. But while it's sad, it wasn't the most shocking death in the last couple of days. It wasn't. And who, th- who thought that that would overtake the news cycle? I know. It's so... So Matthew Perry from Friends died suddenly um, of an apparent drowning in a jacuzzi. Um, Mm -hmm. What I had read was that they theorized that he had had a heart attack while Uh. in the jacuzzi and subsequently like either lost consciousness or fell over into the water and drowned. Um, But it is amazing this morning because he died yesterday as, as of the recording of this. And mm-hmm. like Reddit is full of people that are talking about their favorite Chandler episodes and like, you know, the people are like, he was just on Instagram saying he wanted to start a family and blah, blah, blah. And like all this weird shit is just, it's just a reminder that like you have no clue when your time's going to be up. Nope. None. It's, it's just going to be a thing that happens at some point. It's weird. But yeah, first of the first of the friends cast to go at fifty six. That's crazy. Yeah. It's young. Yeah. That's young. Three. Or did we already get our three with Suzanne Summers? And this is a new three. We had Suzanne Summers and Dick Butkus and 
Oh God, who was the? So uh, remember, I said last week that that somebody else had died. Huh? And I couldn't figure out who it was. It just flashed in my head, and now I lost it again. But it was another actor. Um, oh my God, who was it? Um, I mean, it's all going to be fucking. Um, Matthew Perry. Was this right before Suzanne Summers or it, after? It was right around Suzanne Summers. It was like. Didn't we have Michael Gambon? Oh, 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 oh. It was Burt Young from Rocky. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the other one that I could not think of. He played Paulie in all the Rocky films, and mm-hmm. it, he had a, a huge career outside of that. But yeah, he had died too. So I think, I mean, if you're counting from Michael Gambon, do you count Piper Laurie? Yeah. Okay. Then you have Suzanne Summers. So that's three. Uh, then you have Burt Young, Richard Roundtree, and Richard, Richard Mall. So. Matthew Perry is the start of the next three, I guess. Wow. Yeah. Oh, it's coming. It's coming. I bet Dick Van Dyke is quaking in his boots. <laughs> no, he's spending time at Disneyland. Yeah, I know. I saw that. Yeah, he's just being wheeled around in a wheelchair. Watching the Dapper Dans. I really expected him to jump out of that wheelchair and just, like, start doing <laughs> somersaults. <laughs> That's I really expected that. You, do you think if he sees Bert in the parks, he's like he's like secretly being like I played it better, motherfucker. <laughs> well, we still have an actor strike going on. Yeah. Now the studios are saying that they're prepared to take this to 2024 if uh, they don't have a resolution next week. Which is is an interesting position because a lot of the actors that are on strike are used to dry spells. Mm-hmm. And you know, having to make a living without being an actor. So I don't know who they think they're starving out at this point. Right. So, I mean, I know that who was it? George Clooney had offered Mm -hmm. along with a group of other actors, like $150 million if they just end the strike. Right. But that's a, that's a bad fucking thing to ask your union to do. Yes. I mean, you're basically giving up at that point in favor of getting back to work. But I mean, if the studios win, it's not like anything's going to be better. No, it's not. And it's just, you know, another example of people just getting tired of getting screwed over by the 1%. And it's only going to get worse. Yeah. You know, now if oil production workers went on strike, they would fix that in a heartbeat. 
Well, there was a strike authorization made in Las Vegas for all of the the food and beverage and hospitality people to go on strike. Wow. And you never heard about that because Las Vegas can't have that. And so I'm right. pretty sure they just caved. Um it was it was going to be going on the weekend of TwitchCon. Um so like there were okay. a bunch of people that I had um that I was listening to that were like, "Yeah, we don't we don't even know if that's going to happen because of this." And but you never heard about it because it never happened. I guess they said, look, we'll strike if you don't give in to the demands. And if we strike, you won't have any hotel rooms or people to like, you know, change your sheets for you or serve your mm -hmm. food. And I guess Vegas was just like, all right, we'll pay you what you want. So, I mean, it is, must, it is must possible. be nice to have that power. Yeah. Yeah. So, Although it is sad, sad that we're gonna like have to wait till 2025 for some of the new movies to come out. Yeah. I, Did you see the uh, the teaser photo of the Rachel Ziegler Snow White movie? So, yes, and I'm confused. I am too. It's like so they're not. Are they just not being called dwarfs? Because they were they were supposed to be magical creatures. And wasn't there a photo of like a bunch of adult size men? There was there was a set photo taken of them marching through a field with yes. Snow White in front and um uh they were yeah, it was definitely a different look of like they were all kind of yeah. in in funky clothing and stuff and yeah, there's there's one little person in it. Yeah. My, That's very weird. I'm wondering if what has happened is um they they announced that it's been delayed an entire year. And it's going to be so pushed, that's so they can't go in. It's been pushed to to March of 2025 and I bet you it's to go in and either reshoot or spend more money on visual effects to change them back in the doors. Wow. If only there was a witch. We could do that. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't like of all the shit that Ziegler was giving like Disney and shit. Um, like with the strike and stuff, I'm surprised that this wasn't a, it's been delayed and all been recast. Yes. So I, I don't know. At March, are they hoping for the Easter crowd to, well, flock to the theaters. March is one of those months where they send movies to die. I, that's exactly. If they don't think they're going to do like if they get the, the project back and it doesn't look like it's going to do well, you get February, March or, or August, depending on what your production schedule is. Most August movies are like just filler. Um, the only the only exception to that was Deadpool. The original Deadpool came out on valentine's day 
that year. And everybody was like, oh, that means it's not going to do well. And it was a giant success. So it doesn't, it, it always doesn't work that way. But I would assume that Disney thinks that this isn't going to be worth the return on investment. No. Well, and then how much are they going to have to put into CGI to correct their, their dwarf faux pas? Yeah. Uh, and with, with um, the CGI, with, well, with the visual effects workers now wanting to strike. You know, right. Who knows what this is going to turn into? They also pushed back uh, a Pixar movie too. Elio. Yeah. An, an entire year. So I don't know what the deal with that was either. Yeah. Weirdness. But apparently there's going to, to be some kind of large strike action against Disney on Wednesday this week. Oh, really? According to Diedrich Bader. In what area? L.A. Well, I mean, I know, but like, is this the actors? Is this like... Oh, yeah. This is the Screen Actors Guild. Okay. So I don't know if they're going to march on the Disney studio. I don't know if they're going to go to Disneyland. We're going to pick it and we're going to ride rides, damn it. That's right. Picket signs on uh, Small World. (laughs) Everybody get on the teacups. We're going in circles (laughs) and we're going to throw up all over the place. Right. That's funny. Yeah. Now I hope I hope um you know Iger has the balls to come out and at least talk to them. Not that he will, but you know. Well, I mean one would hope. I don't think his people would let him do that. No. No, not at all. As if they they bait him enough, they could get some really juicy uh sound bites. Yeah. He's a coward, just like everybody else. Well, he's the 1%. Hiding behind his money. Hide. Mm Mm-hmm. I wish I could hide behind my money. Me too. It's a small, But, you know, $10 bills don't go that far. (laughs) Yes, it's a tiny little pile of money. (laughs) You have to get really teeny tiny. Yep. I'm not a smurf. I can't hide behind that. So what did you watch this week? Anything fun, exciting? Anything that stood out to you? Oh, uh, I really liked the Loki episode. So did I. I think it's one of the better um, hours of Marvel television that they've made. Mm-hmm. And that uh, ending. Yeah. Crap. So yeah. so not really sure where they go from here. I, it would have been an amazing thing if there had been an end card that popped up and said that Loki won't return. And like you only get four episodes. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know where, where it can go from here. Like apparently, um, I, I guess Marvel had been sending out screeners to 
online critics and it stopped with this episode so that nobody knows what's coming. None of the stuff that's coming was in any of the trailers, apparently. Okay. Um, So I can only imagine what, and we had talked like, like it seems like they're not going anywhere. It seems like, um, you know, they're just kind of spinning their wheels. It doesn't really seem like it's going to be anything. And then you get to the end where Victor timely runs out and turns into like string Mm-hmm. And I was like, holy shit. Okay. That's, that's something different. And then the loom explodes and I'm like, oh, they're going to kill everybody. Like this is going to get really interesting. Mm-hmm. So it's nice. I mean, they haven't even used the actor as the villain yet. It's only two episodes to go. No. And maybe there, maybe like Victor timely is the only like version of Kang in this. Mm. Like that would be that would be wild if like, you know, they don't save him for anything like it's just going to be this dude and he died. And that uh, that variant of Kang is just now gone. So there never was a Kang. Well, there are there are different variants. He was just one of them. Mm hmm. But I did. I loved the scene where him and Obi were um, fawning all over each other. Uh huh. About the book. You signed my book. Yeah. Well, only if you sign mine. And you and you got um, Obi, which is uh, Oborius. Oroboros. Oroboros say the thing of like it's like a snake eating its own tail. Right. Which is what Oroboros is. <laughs> right. It was almost like, and in case you don't know what my name means. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's a really good, like, especially in response to some of the things that we've gotten recently, like, uh, secret invasion, this is so well done above that. Like, you know, with two episodes left then then, you know, we're going to get shit again. Right. And I did see something that they were talking about, like, um, Tom Hiddleston is the best thing happening at Disney right now for Marvel. Like they're getting so much other kickback of like actors speaking out against Marvel. And, um, Mm -hmm. you've got this one guy that's been in it since the beginning that just loves his character and is just like, I'll play this for as long as you want me to. You want to do another season? That's fine. Yeah. Although I fear he's going to age out of it at some point. Like he's he doesn't look anything like he did ten years ago in the first Thor. Well, none of us do. No, and that's that's the problem is that as guardians are basically ageless, and you're gonna have to suspend some disbelief at like this is the same guy, right? Because it's like 2012 version of Loki, and he's 2023 Tom Hiddleston. So you know, unless they start de aging him. But who knows? There's always plastic surgery. Yeah. Lay down, Tom. If you want to play this character, you will do it. Just tighten it up. Put a knob in the back of his head. Give it a, give it a little twist. <laughs> we did get a little bit of news about uh, Daredevil Born Again. 
We did. We did. What was the news? So it's going to be 18 episodes. They've shot less than half. And some of what they've already shot is going to make it into the series. But Marvel wants to take it in a new direction. Interesting. Uh, also added James Gandolfini to the cast. Wait, isn't he dead? Michael Gandolfini. Oh. <laughs> He's okay. dead? Is he dead? James Gandolfini is dead. Who's he? James Gandolfini was oh. in The Sopranos. He's the guy that had the heart attack in Italy. That's what I thought. Uh, this is I, who's Michael, Michael. Michael is his son. Oh, okay. He played Tony Soprano well, not, in not The Sopranos movie. Okay. <laughs> well, but, not as big name as I thought he was. <laughs> Well, that's that's interesting that that they will end up using stuff that they shot. I guess maybe they ran the numbers and was like, "That's eighteen episodes, and that's a little much." Mm, could be, but that's good. At least they're not wasting their time and like going back and reshooting everything. Right. It's always weird because, like, you hear, like, oh, they shot the whole thing. And then as in editing, like, they didn't like what they were seeing. So, yeah, that's weird. So I watched the um, musical episode of Doom Patrol. Yeah. <laughs> I was not. How do you feel after that? I was not expecting a music, a full musical episode. Um, uh huh. It's weird to think that Fe- featuring Matt Bomer and Brendan Fraser. Yes, yes, out of costume. Um, it's weird to think that in 2023, two of my favorite TV shows have given me musical episodes that I really like. Star, uh-huh. Star Trek being the other one. Um. I was pleasantly surprised by this. Like the the dancing sex ghosts with the backup singers. Like yes. when um uh, Rouge, Rouge is talking to I don't I think she was talking to um I don't know maybe maybe it was Vic. Um and they come out from behind her and just start start singing fuck. Like hmm. it was, it, it was done very well, and the songs were catchy. And like, for a musical uh, superhero TV show, I kind of feel like they nailed it. It was very Doom Patrol. Did I well, wait till oh. the next episode. Oh, okay. No, I'm here. Does it get even more fucked up? Oh yeah. Okay. The the butts are back. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, the next one's really weird. It involves a road trip with uh Crazy Jane and Cliff. Okay. More weirdness. Lots more weirdness. I mean I did I did like the there was an entire song about like jerking off 
to yes. television. And then <laughs> the, uh, somebody knocks on the door and all these tissues go flying. And then mm-hmm. they bring they bring the rest of the people into the room and you just hear somebody go, why are there tissues everywhere? Like it was done really well. Right. And I do like the fact that that um, uh, what's his name? Oh my god, man! I gotta I gotta talk to a doctor about my memory. Um, actor, Brendan Fraser. Like the f- the fact that he is cool enough with like everything that's been going on with him to like come in and film an episode where it's not just voiceover. Mm-hmm. Like, I like that. I like both him and Matt Bomer have always been like, Oh, you need us on set. That's awesome. Let's go. Right. Yeah. It's a very fun episode. Yeah. Very fun. Uh, did you watch the finale of our flag means death? I have not yet. Uh, I didn't realize it was the finale. They really like ran through that because it only started like three weeks ago. I'm wondering if they were scared about how gay it's become. Possibly. You know, because there's a couple of scenes of Steed and Blackbeard making out. Two other guys in the crew get married. Okay. There's there's Hodor and Drag. I mean, I'm sure Taika Waititi didn't really give a shit. No. But, um, yeah, so you'll have to watch and see what you think. It's very interesting. Okay. Yeah, that was one of those. Um, I'm, I went to go watch that, and then I wound up watching something else that day, and I never got back to it. Hmm. but now it's sad that it's over already. Yeah. And I don't know. It, it, it ends in a way that it doesn't necessarily need a third season. Hmm. Okay. I wonder if it was written so, as a two season arc or something. Well, maybe with the idea maybe. of like, if it's popular, we'll bring it back. But uh, yeah, HBO is, is it's weird that they like blew all those episodes all at once. Mm-hmm. Especially for like like a thing where like they're kind of against that, right? Not anymore. Yeah. Weird. Have you caught up on Lower Decks yet? Ah, uh, I think so. You find out who's in the ship that's been attacking everybody. Did we? That was the end of the last episode. Kardashians? No. There was the episode where they were in the cave, and the cave was a sentient being. And then there was the one where all these different aliens... We're like trying to kill them. Well, so they wind up on um, 
the Mariner, Boimler, and Tendi wind up on a planet where you find out that not everybody on those ships die. They get taken to a different planet. Right. Um, and so they're running around while the captain and um, the dude that's like half of a computer are on like a like a planet looking for information yeah yeah okay so you saw that one I did see that one okay so and it turns out that it's Nick Locarno who is oh that's right yeah 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 Robert Duncan from... McNeil from Next Generation uh-huh who was in so for anybody who's not a Star Trek fan there was an episode where Wesley is at the Academy and gets into an ax a flying accident and a, a cadet dies. And the leader of that was a guy called uh, Nick Locarno who gets drummed out of Starfleet and I think imprisoned. Um, and so when the writers were writing Star Trek Voyager, they wanted Nick Locarno in it. And because of the way that things had been left, they hired the exact same actor, gave him a similar backstory, but called him Tom Paris instead. And so we've had Tom Paris in Lower Decks, and now right. we're getting a call back to the very first character he ever played in Star, in Star Trek, which is Nick Locarno. And apparently he's got some crazy ship that can like destroy anything, and he's now um, kidnapped... Uh, Mariner and they're going to go do some crazy shit together. <laughs> but it also, uh, one of the videos that I had watched about the episode was talking about the fact that um, Mariner starts talking about her backstory and why she kind of is the way she is. And she talks about Ensign Citos. And. Mm -hmm. Ensign Citos is one of the other people that was involved in that accident at um, Starfleet with Nick Locarno and winds up in another episode of Star Trek The Next Generation called Lower Decks where they focused on lower crew members and right. she gets she gets um, selected for a secret mission to be a spy at a with a Cardassian, she's um, posing as a prisoner and she gets killed in the mission. And apparently Mariner knows her like she was like her, her um, mentor. But that makes me also wonder how old Mariner is because that would have happened 10 years before this show at least. Okay. So I'm not really sure how old Mariner is supposed to be as a lower decker, but it was it was an interesting set of callbacks, for sure. It it was one of those episodes where you needed to know some Star Trek history to understand what that what was going on. Oh yeah, or you would have been totally lost. Yeah. I think my favorite part of it was when they were in the bar with the information broker. Oh, where they thought he was a robot? They, or a puppet? they thought he was a puppet, yeah. so they pick him up, and yep. he's got scrawny little legs and arms. <laughs> Which was a deep callback to uh, uh, Star Trek, the original series. 
Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, there's all kinds of, like, callbacks in this one. So, yeah, that was it was another good episode. Yeah. We've only got one this left This should be wrapping too. up soon, too. Yep. That's sweet. Yep. One more. Almost over. Almost over. Pretty soon we'll have to do like a book club or something because there won't be anything else to watch. <laughs> It'd be sad. It'd yeah. be a sad day. Uh, have you started the new season of Upload yet? I watched the first two or three. Um, I can't remember if I watched two or three. Um, Did you, it, three is Cyber Discount Day. I watched the one where they were helping out on the farm. Okay. Where they were making the cheese. Yep. <laughs> And they were talking about, they go by the barn and there's just this big pink mass and they're like, oh, that's just pig cancer. <laughs> and they're like, pig cancer? He's like, yeah, it tastes and, the same. <laughs> and then they go, and then the, they go into the cow. Yeah. And the cow's just this big mass with all these udders and it's like, this is skim milk, this is regular milk, this is 2%. And then you get your soft cheeses down here. <laughs> and then they have like a cheese fight out of the udders. And it's, yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah. Um, the third episode is really kind of well done. Okay. I mean, Nathan is back in the real world. And um, yeah, I don't want to spoil anything. Okay. And this is this it's is like a nightmare version that, right? of Thanksgiving. I think so. Yeah, that's a shame. Let's see what else was going on this week. I watched a new movie this week. You did? did. What'd you watch? So the kid had a friend over on Friday night because her favorite um, video game was turned into a movie. So okay. we watched Five Nights at Freddy's. Oops. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. It's not bad for a video game movie. Really? Um, if you don't know the lore, it can be a little bit confusing because there's like seven games and... Right. Um, they're taking bits from each game and kind of rolling it into one. But what I really liked about it was they still told a story that if you didn't know the lore, you could follow. And there was enough information given that when the, the things were revealed, it was you didn't have to know the lore for it to be like a big shock. Um, I think too many video game movies are counting on the audience to know every little bit of 
what has happened in the video games. And this was also a really interesting study into how to have these big lumbering characters without spending a shit ton of money on visual effects and still have it be interesting. Okay. Um, so the creatures or the, well, the animatronics that inhabit this, um, closed down pizza restaurant were built by the Henson company and okay. they had, actual robotic animatronics of these characters, but they also had like stunt people in suits. But it, instead of having CG versions where the CG versions are walking around, they did these things of like, they'd show the character standing at the end of the hall and somebody on the other end of the hall trying to get away from them. And then it cuts to the point of view of the animatronic running towards them and then the person at the other end getting killed so that you didn't have to have a CGI character in between. And it was still scary enough and suspenseful enough to where you didn't really miss the CGI aspect of it. It was, it's a really interesting, like they spent $25 million to make the movie and they're going to end this, this weekend, their opening weekend with like 75,000 or $75 million. So they've already made That's their amazing. money back. Right. And I think it's just a good um a good lesson in economy of filmmaking. Like there were there were only a couple of locations, there was there was a handful of characters and like you cared about what happened to the characters and like for a Blumhouse film that was that's based on a video game, it's not it's it's a pretty good film. Is it better than the Banana Splits movie? I never saw that. Because they're almost the same movie. <laughs> they're almost the same movie. Are they? Yep. Do the Banana Splits, like, yeah, I guess people? It's... Uh, sort of. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, little girl's a big fan of the banana splits. She gets taken to a taping of the show, but right before they're getting ready to tape it, the studio's vice president kills the series and the software goes bananas. Oh. And, uh, yeah. It's not good by any stretch of the imagination. All right, well then Five Nights at Freddy's has a leg up on it. Okay. Why did I think like the Banana Splits was like a kids TV show? It was a kids TV show long ago. But like them murdering people? Turning it into a No. Oh, okay. No, they they appropriated the characters and turned them into a horror movie. Is this like the um Maybe Hanna-Barbera needed the money? 
so this isn't like the the Winnie the Pooh murder movie. Or was it the same idea? Did it enter like public domain and they were like, "All right, we're going to we're going to do our own take so. on this?" No. Okay. No, I don't think it's old enough to have done that. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's uh yeah. Yeah, Five Nights at Freddy's is and they like it's got a good cast too. It's got Josh Josh uh Hutcherson in it, Matthew Lillard, right. Mary Stuart Masterson's in it. Oh, she's getting a lot of work these days. Yeah, she plays the ant. Um Okay. Yeah, and like I have like mad respect for Matthew Lillard after I met him that time at the horror convention in Charlotte watching him yeah. watching him with his fans was very gratifying like he genuinely enjoys the people that like his stuff I'm sure he was there for the paycheck but he seemed to like the people too so and he's kind of like the horror guy now okay so you know good for him yeah Uh, Orlando this weekend is hosting SpookyCon. Oh, really? Today's the last day of it. Yes. One of the guest stars is Harry Hamlin. Oh, jeez. Yeah, interesting mix of guests. Kiefer Sutherland, Robert Englund, Sandra Peterson, not Elvira, Hamlin, Doug Bradley, who played Pinhead, uh-huh. Kane Hodder, who played Jason, uh-huh. uh, Jason Patrick from The Lost Boys, okay, uh, which was also starring Kiefer Sutherland, and Billy Worth, who was also in Lost Boys, okay, and Lou Diamond Phillips, oh, and Rose McGowan. Greg Nicotero. Did Lou Diamond Phillips do makeup or He did a series called Wolf Creek. Oh, okay. But I don't think he's done anything more than that. Okay. Uh, v. Neal, the makeup artist. Oh, Michael Rosenbaum. Lex Luthor from Smallville, David Naughton, American Werewolf from Paris, John Cassier, Voice of the Crypt Keeper. Mm-hmm. Interesting mix of people. There's a lot of them. Yeah. That's unusual. This, you should have come. They had the cast of Five Nights at Freddy's. Well, I would have if I had known. Yeah. <laughs> But they probably can't talk about it <laughs> if if they're SAG members. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Like that, that'd be weird. I'm like, oh, I loved your movie. Thanks. I can't talk about any of it, even though it's out. Like they have actors and makeup people and musicians and wrestlers and like what the fuck? This is a huge convention. 
this. Wow. I think they're trying to branch out into other fandoms. Okay. But, yeah, interesting. At the People height, said that Harry Hamlin, yes. Harry Hamlin and David Naughton are not holding up well, is what I was told. Oh, I could imagine. Doug Bradley's not holding up really well either. When I saw him a couple no. years ago, he was looking really tired. They're Ooh, all, they have a tattoo festival. They're all on these, um, you know, convention circuits to make money. And they tell the same stories over and over and over. And it just seemed kind of tired. And I mean, I'm, I'm sure Cassandra Peterson doesn't want to be Elvira at this point. I'm sure she'd rather no, be comfortable. It's... Now that she's a lesbian? <laughs> Going around just wearing sweatsuits? Yeah, hey. Hmm. We had talked about this whole AI stuff. Yeah. while ago uh -huh. so apparently there is a professor at dum, 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 in Chicago professor of computer, computer science at University of Chicago whose team has come up with a new tool called Nightshade and artists are using it to kind of fuck up their art Okay. So that when AI starts compiling all these millions and millions of images, you it may be looking for like a car, but instead it's the it interprets it as like a cow. So like the artwork you're asking for is like totally wrong. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I guess the tool manipulates an image at the pixel level, and it corrupts it in such a way that the naked eye can't detect it. But once enough of these distorted images are used to train, you know, AI, then the entire model starts to break down. Seems kind of cool. My microphone's falling over. Hang on. Okay. Sorry. All good? Yep. All of a sudden, it just drooped over. Very weird. I mean, I, I can only imagine the, the tools that are being put into place now in order to keep IP or, you know, original works out of 
the hands of the AI stuff. Right. I mean, when, when you can say, I want, you know, a picture of a boat in the style of whoever, it's going to scrape that artist, all that work to figure it out. And if they can make it so they can't do that, then that's probably a good thing. Czar. Apparently, obviously, it only works on new art. Right. But that's a start, you know, because all the big ones, Bid Journey and so forth, have already been trained by stealing other people's art that's already existing. Yeah. Hmm. Very bizarre. Hmm. I mean, I don't, I don't know as an artist, like if I was, if I was a type of artist that was making original art, I don't, I don't think I'd be uploading it to like DeviantArt or any of those like online places anymore because all your shit's going to get stolen. Right. Like, yeah, it's a great way to get your name out there and for people to, to see your work, but. I don't know. It's seems too dangerous now. Well, I mean, it's the same way if you have a personal website. Yeah, exactly. You know, you can't stop somebody from taking your art and throwing it on a t-shirt and making money off of you. Yeah. And you can, you know, send them a cease and desist, but you know, they don't care. Yeah true i mean that's why nfts were never going to be a thing right okay so i like this that was just stupid i don't i don't need to own it i just want the picture right like what does it matter right and what's to stop somebody else from from stealing that image nothing and that's what people were doing they were just right clicking on it and saving as right bam you got your own copy of it you didn't pay anything. Stupid people. <laughs> hmm. Did you see the uh, article about an upcoming interview with Goldie Hawn? No. Apparently when she was about 20 and living out in California, she was out in the desert, I guess with, with some other people she knew and she heard a high-pitched sound in her ear and she looked out the window of her friend's car and she saw three triangular shaped heads (laughs) and said these were silver in color had a slash for a mouth a tiny little nose and no ears okay and then she said they they touched her face and it felt like the finger of God. This was powerful. It was filled with light. What year was this? Well, when she was 20. How old is she now? 80? I don't know. Uh... Let's find out. 
dun, she's, dun, dun. she's 77. 77. See, almost 80. Okay, so... so Close enough. So 57 60 years, years ago? ago. Yep. So what was 60 years ago? Uh, late 1960s? Early 1960s. Early 1960s. Was she out there to, like, do drugs or, like, was she smoking weed? Like... I well, need, I need to know a little bit laughing. more about this. Maybe they just went outside to dance. All right, I, I, this is something we probably never discussed on here. What is your take on UFO sightings and aliens in general? If aliens wanted us to know they're out there, we would know. Okay. I I have not personally experienced that kind of phenomena. Okay. But I know that there's a lot of stuff we don't know. I I truly believe that there is alien life in the universe. There is no way that we're alone. Um yes, but is it is it able to travel to where we are well I don't believe that it's ever we've ever been visited by aliens I okay because if you were smart enough as a society to build craft to explore the universe and break the bounds of physics as we know them they would be smart enough to see what we were doing to this planet and say we're not stopping there right we are the cousin Eddie of the fucking universe man there's there's no way and so when I see shit like this where they're like um, alien sightings or UFO sightings it's always in the middle of the fucking desert and what's in the middle of the desert classified military installations where they build top secret aircraft right like none of this is outside the realm of shit that we've built like so so she's coming out with this now because she did she write a book or something like, uh, she's talking about <clears throat> talking about her her cancer battle and did the aliens cause the cancer by touching her? Yes, <laughs> that's why. <laughs> I guess it's on Apple Fitness Plus. So you know, I'll be watching that. Apple is that a thing? Apple Fitness Plus. It is. I had never heard of that. Or maybe it hasn't started yet. It says, train your body and mind with weekly workouts and meditations for everyone. Oh, God. All right. Try it for free. Her episode is 40 minutes and you don't need any equipment for it. Because she's going to regale you with stories of of being touched by aliens. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> uh, 80 bucks a year for a subscription. Uh, yeah, I think I'll do a hard pass on that. Yeah. I think me too. I mean, so it's, it's just a podcast that you play while you walk? Is that what this is? 
No, it looks like it's also got like video content, like different workouts and stuff. Oh, okay. At least from the the uh, concept art they're showing on their page. Oh, okay, I see it now. Because I was going to say, if that's all that is, then we should start marketing ourselves as like, you know, Dance Monkey Dance Health. <laughs> Take us on your walk and let us regale you with funny stories and deaths in the media. There you go. Shit like that. Here to brighten up your day. <laughs> Laugh with Chris and John. Yes. That's weird. Uh, you were talking about aliens visiting us on Earth. Yeah. There's a grace sci-fi book called Childhood's End by Arthur C. Clarke. Okay. And it's all about an, an alien invasion of the Earth. But there's there's the bad aliens who kind of resemble what we think of as angels. And the good aliens kind of look like demons. Okay. So like the demon creatures are, are highly intelligent it's a very interesting book if we have to start doing a book club I would recommend that <laughs> okay although it has been a mini series oh has it in 2015 okay so yeah it's a very interesting story about you know mankind suddenly being thrown into a new reality and how these these good aliens are here to help us transform to the next level of our, you know, our ascension into heaven or whatever the hell it is. All right. So this was a mini series on sci-fi. So there's a 50, 50 shot of it being okay. Yes. Well, and the cast isn't that great. Oh. Isn't really anybody actually. Uh, Georgina Haig, who was in Fringe, Charles Dance. Okay. But, uh, yeah, no. I kind of like the makeup. Yes. There, there's a picture of one of the demons. Mm-hmm. Very Satan-ish looking. Oh, that's, Looks a little that's bit Charles like, Dance. uh... Okay. It kind of looks like darkness from. Um, I was yep. Yeah. Legend. Legend Tom yeah. Tim Curry. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's only so many ways you can make the devil, right? Exactly. Oh, Colomini's in it too from Star Trek. Apparently. Although he's not one of the main cast, although his pictures in one of the pictures. That's weird. Hmm. Well, now I'm going to have to look for it. <laughs> it's a special three-night event. Apparently, if you have sci-fi, it's going to be shown on sci-fi starting December 14th. Of this year? Yes. Oh, no, wait. Really? No, wait. I take that back. Of, of 2015? Of 2015, yeah. <laughs> Why do they do that? Why do they put that shit on there? Like, hey, this is upcoming, but it's from fucking seven years ago. 
Right. Weird. I'm sure there's other ways to find it. Weird. What else you got? Oh, nothing. I kind of blew through my list. What do you got? Did. That's it. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, that's plenty. Okay. We've reached the time. The non-existent we've time. F- that, you we've know. fulfilled our quota for the day. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, well, if you want to get in touch with us, you can always send us an, uh, an email at info at dancemonkeypodcast.com. You can follow us on YouTube and Facebook and let us know you're listening. So until next week, this is Chris. This is John. Have a good week. Okay, you have to stop the Q-tip when there's resistance.